Hey, you. Did you know that you can enter into a Fistfuls podcast email drawing now that we are partnered with Zippy Screen? Click the link in the show notes or in my bio on Facebook, IG, or Twitter at Arthur Chrissy and click Zippy Screen to subscribe via email for your chance to win $250 as my top listener every month, y'all. So be sure to follow for more videos and episode releases via Facebook, IG, and Twitter to stay connected with me. And I thank you for your support and your listenership. So let's stay connected, y'all. And I thank you so much for tuning in with me each and every Monday and Friday nights. Stay blessed and encouraged. So tonight we're going to be talking about um, bringing him out through our toughest time, aka your darkest time. And the reason for that is because a lot of times we get stuck in situations and we think those situations are our situations to handle on our own, and they're not. Um, sometimes God just wants you to give back to Him so you can trust Him. So what I want you to know, these are the things I want you to know first before I get into my message. Don't rush a process just because you don't understand it. I know at times you want to hurry up and, and get through something because you don't feel like it should be embraced or you don't understand it or you may be just over and done with it. But don't rush it just because you don't understand something. You know that rushing is anticipating and being anxious for something that you don't even know what you're anxious about and being anxious is not a good thing God I never be anxious for nothing and so that's the good thing about not being anxious and sometimes you have to rid the old you to get ready for the new you and the reason why we're going to do this, bringing him out during our darkest time, because most of the times when we're going through something, we call our friends, we call parents, our mom, we call friends before we start to talk to him. And in our reality, we'll never call him first when we're going through something. Why? Why don't we do that? Why he always the last result to anything when we're going through something rather than the first result? I used to be like that too. That's how come I can answer this question. So the reason why he's not the first primary caller that you dial is because you feel comfortable with some friends, you feel comfortable with family members, certain family members, and you feel comfortable with certain coworkers that you like to talk to that have developed a certain relationship with. Or you feel comfortable with that significant other. And you're okay to let down your walls with them and be vulnerable with them at a time you may need them the most, but that same time, God needs you to be vulnerable with him. Because he knows as much as you may think you need them at the most, he needs you more than that. He needs you more than them. So, 
and another thing I want you to know is that you can't move forward with your purpose while holding on to your past. And I say that because God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. So you don't know sometimes why you're going through something, but you have to know that if he didn't think you could handle it, he wouldn't give it to you. And if he didn't think highly of you to be a soldier of his, he definitely wouldn't give you a certain battle or those battles. And for some of those particular battles and struggles that you go through or trials and tribulations, as we may call them, some of them are not meant to be fought in flesh. Some of those battles are internal. So some of them need to be fought in the spirit. And you can't fight him in the spirit if you don't know who he is. And if you ain't trying to get to know him, and if you ain't trying to develop a relationship with him, how you going to fight in the spirit with something if you haven't given his, his Holy Spirit a chance? So that's how come we fail some of these battles when we're ready to fight them, because not everything we can fight in the flesh. Not everything is man-made. Not everything is dealing with mankind. We always think we need man for something to help us, but sometimes we need supernatural help. Sometimes supernatural capabilities and miracles are what we need in place of man. But we don't trust supernatural healing and miracles because we can't see it. So we tend to lean forward into humans and what they have to offer us or the resources that they offer us or the support that they have for us because we can see it, what's being given to us. Rather than supernaturally, we can't see it, it's by faith. So, moving forward, I want to share something else with you. In James 1, 2, and Peter, James makes it clear that we will face trials. Nobody gets off easy. And Peter tells us, Peter 4.12, tells us not to be surprised by the trials that come our way. Now, if you're surprised by a trial or tribulation that comes your way, then you shouldn't be. Because you know life is not going to be easy. We already said that. We already declared that. Don't even think it will be. So, moving forward, you need to understand that you have a friend in Jesus. And that is why he is more likely to get you through anything supernaturally. It's all about trust. It's all about the relationship you build with him. And before I get into this message, I want to know how is your relationship? How are y'all going with this relationship? What are you doing to progress your relationship with him? We talked about in episode one how to bring him out in us. And we talked about in episode two about bringing him out in our goals. And we also talked about episode three, bringing him out in our friends. In episode four, we talked about um, bringing him out, bringing him out. Um, shoot, y'all gonna make me open up my thing again. Listen, we on schedule. That's all I gotta say. So you go back and replay it. And episode five was a bonus for Valentine's Day. This is episode six. And we're going to bring him out in our darkest moment. So let me tell you why Jesus is a friend of us. 
And this is coming from my book, my second book, page eight. And this is actually day eight in my book. So, and um, just a, a reminder, I am doing the 21 days annual. Um, it will be April 28th through May. I only posted it in my group. So I'll tag my group in here and you can join the group and go through it with me. That's fine. I'll be going live every day because it's a 21 day event. And I don't want you to personally think you are alone as you go through these 21 days of prayer, intimate prayers and solace and solitude. I don't, I don't want you to do it alone. I don't want you to think you have to because you don't. And I also want to do it with you. It's my annual, um, it's my annual thing to do. And I actually do it twice a year. I, I do it in the beginning of the year and I do it mid-year. So actually I'm kind of late right now because I posted and did it January 1st through the 21st and now I'm just now starting it in March. So stay tuned for those dates and I will be going live with you each and every day for 21 days. Um, just to check in now, this, this has nothing to do with um, my own 21 days, but I will be checking in with you and, and going over each day to let you know the do's and don'ts during the day. And it's a fasting and prayer, but as you read, you'll begin, if you read the introduction and start it, you'll see why it's a by choice type of thing. Originally, it started out as a Daniel fast for 21 days, but you'll see why the switch as, as you go through. So day eight, a friend in Jesus. The verse comes from John 15, 15 in the KJV. Henceforth, I have called you not servants, for the seventh, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my father, I may I have made known unto you. First and foremost, I want to welcome you aboard. <laughs> and I hope your day was great, because mine was. But the focus here is coming from Romans 8, 6 through 10, KGB. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But ye are not in flesh, but in spirit. If so, be that spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is known of his. He is known of his. He is none of his, actually. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. So today or tonight, your primary focus is to let go of your pride and ego and to confess with your mouth that you need Jesus at this very moment. So that goes for any of your um, trials and tribulations. Any of your darkest times, You, a confession is the greatest gift you can ever give him. Because even though he knows what you're going through, he knows what it is that you're facing, he still needs to hear it from you. And it's called developing the relationship. So go back to episode one. 
and get into bringing him out in you first. That's the part of the process, confessing, confessing with that mouth. And I told you in episode one that your mouth is a powerful tool and that tongue is a powerful weapon. So proceed to tell him, God, I need you by confessing these two prideful statements while you are breaking your pride of shame to be bold and move forward. Now you are prepping for what you already believe he is about to do in your life. See, when you confess, it's like you manifesting. And we love to manifest things, but we also call them plans. And when we make those plans, God laughs at us because they're not his plans. <laughs> so our plans are a waste, basically. But his plans works out perfect for us. So inspiration, my inspiration to you is to let you know that yes, we all know that a good friendship takes time, effort, raw truth, sensitivity, and vulnerability to have a healthy relationship and not a one-sided relationship. And those are the common things any relationship has, whether it's family, friends, coworkers, or anything. Those are the main factors in developing a relationship with mankind. But they are also essentials to developing that relationship with God as well. So it's like, how would you feel if your best friend only came to you when they needed to borrow something or when they are in need? We don't like when our friends come to us when when we when they in need for something, right? Because we feel like they using us. We feel we feel like they just want to use our stuff for that moment. But girl, you don't call me during the day. You don't call me and check up on me regularly. So we don't like that. So how would you feel if, if Jesus felt the same way or God felt the same way? If you only called on him when you was in trouble or in your darkest time, going through your darkest moment. See, that's why you start prepping yourself ahead of time. That's why you start to develop that relationship early with him. So when things do happen and occur unexpectedly in your life, throughout your life, you're already a footstep ahead because you have started that relationship with him. And remember what I said in the beginning, episode one, your parents introduce you to him as a child if you was raised in the church. But to continue that relationship as you get older, that's a responsibility for you to have as an adult. You have the introduction for him, but now it's time to grow with him. So, he has supernatural love for us that is unconditionally conditioned. But if we only went to him in a time of need, desperation, or to beg for something, then our interests are perceived as getting rather than loving. That's like going to you and I'm like, girl, give me this, girl, give me that. I always got my hand out. Well, that's how Jesus Christ feels. <laughs> when you always going in here, when you need something, Lord, I need you to fix this. Lord, I need you to work this out for me. Lord, I need you to come through. What? Now, what was you the other day when you was happy? Now, what was you the other day when you when you got your money, your funds, everything was good. But as soon as you go through something, as soon as that little trial hits you, that little tribulation, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need this. Lord, I, I need you to make a way. Lord, I So... You have to think the same thing as him. It's getting. If you always going to him just to get something, can you really say you have a relationship with him? Can you really call that love? That's just like a friend. They always come to me, get some Chris, I need to. Do you love me? 
<laughs> like, I can't keep giving you if you don't love me for real. Like, eventually, I'm going to get tired of you. <laughs> so, God gets tired. Jesus gets tired. But it's the mercy and the grace that they still show you. Even though they will not spare the rod for you. But the mercy and grace is still there. So, it allows us to always come back. Yeah always is compassionate to our situation and us and how we feel. But we don't extend that same compassion to people here with us in person. Because forgiveness is hard. Yeah, yeah, We're going to talk about forgiveness. That's next. That's next Friday. So my prayer to end this and close out because I have a few questions that I need to answer. I haven't done these questions y'all, but I need to and I'm going to try to do three of them tonight. But the rest of the questions will be done over the weekend. And I'm just going to make it a complete episode full of questions. Because I have a lot of them. And I haven't forgot you. I understand. My prayer for you as you go about your day, go about your night. I want you to think about this. Bow your head wherever you are too. Lord, we thank you for being a friend when we all have failed ourselves. We thank you for being a friend, even when everyone else has failed us. We thank you for leading us, even on a path we could not see. Help us to continue to build our relationship that, so that when human friends fail us, we will know that your supernatural love will lift us. Help us to rely on you only when we feel like we have no one else. Help us to only and always have an elevated mind and pure heart in all that we do for anyone and not expect things in return. Help us to make genuine decisions so that they will not only affect us or ourselves, but also you in us. Help us to always be a friend to everyone around us that's in need and never forget that we need you every step of this way. Help us to acknowledge you in all that we do and remember that all that we do is from you, for you, and through you. And we thank you for this new creation in us, this new journey, and the great intentions you have mumbled into our hearts and our minds. We know that this is a godly plan from you for us and we thank you for being a friend and trusting us to live out the purpose you have for us. In Jesus' name, please do not turn us loose, Lord. Amen. Amen. So, close today knowing that your best friend resides in the spirit of Jesus. Are you happy to know that you have a best friend in Jesus? Or are you just happy to know he still exists? I'm happy for both of them. I'm just going to go ahead and answer that question. And always remember, he is not expecting perfection. He will meet you right where you are. So just because you have friends here on earth and you have people you can confide in, that does not mean or make him any less to be treated as such. You can confide in him too. And you're not going through things alone, even in your darkest moments. You have him by your side.
That's because you can't see. It's a supernatural thing. It's all about the spirit. So, he will meet you right where you are in life and he will bring you to him. So, trust your friend in Jesus. Okay? Not only these friends here on earth. So, I'm going to get into these questions though. Yeah, I, I had a rough day, but that's fine. My kids had a great day. So, moving into these questions. First question comes from Alex out of Hackensack, New Jersey. Alex wants to know how is being spiritual and being a Christian is any different? Well, Alex, that depends on you. Because um, you have to decide for yourself which one you want to be, which one you solely wants to do. That solely depends on how you feel. Are you a religious person? I mean, how is your faith level now? Where do you think you're at right now with your faith level and your relationship with God? That's what I need to know before answering this question because there's a difference and there's there's kind of not a difference, but there is a difference. Get it? Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Let me know how your faith level is right now. Uh, Do you believe? What do you believe in if you didn't have to ask this question? And how far are you in your relationship with God? Before I answer that question. Okay, next question. Comes from Maria. Out of Denver, Colorado. And she wants to know, why do we start with us first? Why can't we just bring him out all at once? Whoa. Oh, okay. That's valid. It's a valid question. Um, well, Maria, as I have said before, anything that you want to manifest or bring out in anything or everything around you starts with you. Um, have you ever noticed any kind of relationship with, y'all, this is my son's basketball shirt for his team, Fernwood Basketball. Yeah, kind of slightly represented tonight. But um, as I previously said, previously said, anything you want to manifest starts with you. Anything you want to see change, you're gonna notice it first, right? That's you noticing. That's you. That's true. Any type of behavior that you may have inside of you, or any kind of um, negative readings that you want to rid of you and make changes to that's part of you right um any type of relationship you want to develop with anybody starts with you right so when it comes to developing that relationship with god and letting him bring it out in you first versus everything at once you have to have yourself aligned first You have to know what you are trying to bring out, what your infirmities are that you want to see change and the changes that you are willing to make. You have to understand the work, amount of work you're about to put in because faith without work is not, is dead. So you can have your faith in all of that. But when you get ready to put that faith to work, it's going to start with you. 
everything I just said, the manifestations, the relationships, the goals, the work, the friends, everything has a common denominator with that. And guess what? It's you. So all of them, all of that is attached to you. So when you want to work on any of that, goals, relationships, family, friends, co-workers, life, starts with you. If you're not right, how do you expect all these, all this to be right? Like, it, 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 it's going to be overwhelming. <laughs> I'm not trying to be funny, but it is. It's going to be very overwhelming trying to be, trying to tell this person and that person what they're doing wrong and how they how they messing up in life and how your relationship with them not going right, trying to get your goals under control, trying to accomplish this and do that and make this into that and that ain't that and this ain't this. How are you trying to do all that, fix all them people in that relationship if you ain't right? All right, Maria. It starts with you, baby. Um, once you get you right, everything else will fall in place. Because it's, it's, it's going to allow you to readjust you first. So when you address you and you adjust you, you're going to uh, adjust how you approach the situation. You're going to adjust how you talk to people. You're going to adjust your communication. You're going to adjust how you receive things. You're going to adjust and tweak things about your relationship. It may be some eye-opener that you've been missing out on because of why. You haven't did the work on you first. But once you start working on you, things will come to light and start to reveal itself about those people you're with or around. So, but it starts with you. Um, and if you want to elaborate with me more on that topic, please don't hesitate to reach out or comment or send me another DM. I, I got you. We can, trust me, we can talk about it. Um, Stanley... This is my last one, and the rest of them going to be on air. Um, Stanley from, where are you from? Stanley, Austin, Texas. Okay. He wants to know. Oh. Huh. Interesting. I'm an atheist, but I do believe in manifestation. Does that make me different, or does that make me a, still a non-believer? Um, let me see. My phone went down. Um, let me go ahead and ask your question. I don't know. That's a personal question. You gotta ask yourself. Do you really believe? What What is it that you believe in? Okay, being an atheist, we see we we already know you don't believe in. Christ or Jesus or Christianity or religion or religious things. So that's what we know being atheist. But what do you believe in is what I need to know before I answer that question. So then I can elaborate a little more and see where you're what you're trying to go with this question. I need to know I I see you believe in manifestation. But manifestation, manifestation can also be connected to spiritual, spirituality, not just religion. So I need to know a little more 
what you do believe in before I answer that. So hit the DM, resend this, and let me know. And then I, I follow up with you. I talk to you about it. I don't mind. Uh, we can talk about that. Shout out to um, Sarah from. What is Sarah from? Lord have mercy. I just talked to this lady. Mm, shout out to Sarah from um, Cibola, Texas. Yes, Cibola, Texas. She called on the prayer line earlier. We had a great time. Um, we all did, and it was nice. So, shout out to Sarah. She, you did good, girl. Did real good. But that is all I have for y'all tonight. I hope this was short, sweet, and simple to the point. If you're going through any trials and tribulations, if you feel like you're at your darkest point, know you have a friend in Jesus. That's all I need to say. That's all I want you to know is that stop going to friends and family first and go to him first. And you will see that sometimes your battles are not meant to fight in flesh. They are spiritual battles and they need to be fought through the spirit. Okay? That's it. All right. Now... Thank you for tuning in with Christy Christ, a.k.a. your favorite host that reveals the most, a.k.a. your favorite sister here at the Fistful Podcast. And I will put the link in the bottom. I'm still doing a zippy stream. Um, oh, Lord, bring it out, bring it out. Competition. So you still got a chance to win $250 if you subscribe to the email in my link in my bio, in my show notes, or anywhere you see my link posted at. If you subscribe to the Zippy tab inside the link, you enter the $250 challenge to win as my top listener. And that's going to be monthly for the next six months. So, because we have partnered with Zippy Spring. So, stay encouraged, stay blessed, stay motivated, and I will see y'all back here Monday night on air, not on live.